0: Welcome back to the Encounter Radio Show with Bill Reiser on 99.1 FM Life Changing Radio, WJMM. So grateful uh, to be coming to you on this radio station wherever you are. So grateful for your support, for the Encounter Ministry. Uh, for more information about that, please email me at bill at thehopeencounter.org or go to our, our website at TheHopeEncounter.org. You can find information about how you can support us financially, prayerfully, or just in person by being a part of our Friday night service at 1301 Brandon Road uh, in Nicholasville, Kentucky, uh, 40356. Service starts at 630 every Friday uh, night at Encounter at Church of the Savior. So this week on the Encounter Radio Show, we're talking about Anchor 2. We're talking about believing that God's love and power can restore hope and healing. We're talking about building your life on a foundation that will last, faith, hope, and love. We're talking about where to find, we talked about love, we talked about faith, and now we're talking about, we started yesterday talking about where to find hope. And today I want to start out our show by letting you know and telling you and communicating to you in the best way that I can that hope Never ever disappoints when you have the hope of Jesus Christ in your life, when you have the hope of heaven, when you have the hope of the Holy Spirit, the hope of the Word, and everything that the Father has given to you through His Son Jesus Christ. And so the Apostle Paul put it best when he said in Romans 5, therefore. Since we have been justified through faith, how are we justified? How are our sins forgiven? How do we go through heaven? Not by works, but through faith. When we trust in Jesus Christ to forgive us our sins, become our sins, die to our sins, defeat that sin, defeat the grave so that we can have eternal life. Therefore, since we have been justified through faith, we have peace with God through our Lord Jesus Christ. Do you have peace with God through Jesus Christ today if you're listening? A lot of people walking around claiming to be Christians, but they don't have peace. But if you've been forgiven, and if you've had a born-again experience, you have peace with God through our Lord Jesus Christ, through whom we have gained access by faith into this grace in which we now stand. And many of us don't understand our position in Christ, in, in what hope, and what grace has declared what our position is in Christ. So let me say it again. In Christ, we have peace with God. In Christ, we have gained access by faith into this grace in which we now stand. It goes on to say, and we rejoice in the hope of the glory of God. Not only so, and here comes the challenging and difficult part that many of us don't understand, but we also rejoice in our sufferings. Why? Because we know that suffering produces perseverance. And if we can survive the suffering that will produce perseverance, perseverance will then produce character, and that character will produce hope. So listen, this is a journey that's not optional. What's optional is you can jump off the train at any time, but you're going to miss out on on God's school of character development. And that's what hope does. Hope that does not lead to disappointment means you don't skip out on God's school of character development. It means you understand and believe by faith that God never wastes pain and suffering, but has a pathway and a purpose for you to go through, not get over all the time, but to go through so you can experience a living hope that never disappoints. So the next time you find yourself in a hopeless desert, a hopeless fire or storm or in the trial of your life, Just stop for a second. Instead of praying for God to get you out of it, I challenge you to pray these two prayers. God, is there a lesson you're trying to teach me? And just wait and see what he tells you. And here's here's the second part of that prayer. God, what character are you trying to produce in my life? What's the lesson of character you're trying to produce in my life? And then, just like the scripture says, take it. Take an SAT test. The S stands for seek God's purpose in the storm. The A stands for acknowledge his presence, his truth, and his leading. And then the T in SAT is trust God no matter what. And one last question. When I can't see God's hand in my life, can I trust his heart? If there's one heart that you can trust, it's the heart of God, not our heart, because our heart is deceitful. And if you just wait and pray those prayers, seek God's purpose, acknowledge His presence, truth, and leading, trust God no matter what, and if you don't see God's hand in your life, can you trust His heart? God will reveal Himself to you, and God will give you hope, and God will show you what He's trying to teach you. God will show you the character He's trying to develop. And as you struggle, and as you go through this suffering, and you go and allow that suffering to produce perseverance, character, and then hope, you've reached a place that many can never get to because many will drop out of God's school of character development. And that's what God, God is more interested in who you're becoming than what your circumstances are today. And number five, speaking about hope. Apart from Christ, there is no hope. That's what the Bible says. Ephesians 2.12 says, In those days you were living apart from Christ. You were excluded from citizenship among the people of Israel, and you did not know the covenant promises God had made to them. You lived in this world without God, therefore you lived in this world without hope. Straight from the word of God in Ephesians. Bottom line is, if you don't have Christ, you don't have hope. You don't have Christ, you don't have love. You don't have Christ, you don't have heaven. You don't have Christ, you don't have power. You don't have Christ, you don't have anything. Because you're excluded from the privileges and the benefits of being a kingdom person operating under a kingdom assignment that God gives every single child of God that puts their hope and faith and trust in Jesus Christ. Next, hope requires. This is important, waiting and trusting God's Word over your circumstances, feelings, and emotions. Very similar uh, to a point that we made about putting God's Word first, making God's Word the authority over our lives. The psalmist put it this way in Psalm 130, verse 5, I wait for the Lord. My whole being waits, and in His Word, I put my hope. So when you're struggling, and when, when you're in the battle of your life, and your hope tank is low. You put, your, you put your hope in God's word. And you let God's word speak to you. You know God speaks to us. In a variety of different ways. But I believe that he speaks to us. Mostly through his word. I think of the psalmist. In Psalm 119. The longest psalm. He said this. He said. He said. Remember your word to your servant. For you have given me. And it wasn't so much a scripture, it tends to lead you to believe that, that the Lord had made a promise to the psalmist, gave him a vision, gave him a picture, gave him a word, gave, told him something that something would happen in his life. And he said, remember what you told me, for you have given me hope. And if God's laid a promise on your heart years ago, then maybe you've forgotten or vision, or told you about a ministry that you'd be a part of, or something would happen, and you've lost hope, that's a great prayer to pray. Lord, remember your word to your servant, for you have given me hope. That's why the Psalmist said in, one, in 130, I wait for the Lord, my whole being waits, and in his word I put my hope. Number seven, when you fear God, and put your hope in his unfailing love, he never takes His eyes off for you. Look what the psalmist said in Psalm thirty-three, eighteen: But the eyes of the Lord are on those who fear Him and on those whose hope is in His unfailing love. So listen, the fear of God, not only is the beginning of wisdom, but the fear of God is how, is how the Lord wants you to live your life. Now listen, it doesn't mean that you should be afraid of God, although anyone... That has come to the realization that the God of the universe holds our life in his in His palm, in his hand. He controls our breathing. Everything that we are is a result of his blessing and grace in our lives. I mean, I've there, there's a fear that comes over me because of how powerful he is. But it's not a fear that's afraid of him. It's a fear that I love him so much. I don't ever want to let him down. Ever again in my life like I did for the first thirty six years of my life. I lived like God never existed. I basically spit in his face and basically mocked God. I didn't want anything to do with God. But when Jesus Christ revealed Himself to me and changed my life, the fear of God came upon me. And and I, I study God's word with fear and trembling. I pray with fear and trembling. Uh, because I don't ever want to let God down ever again. I hope that blesses you. I hope you've received that. I hope you understand that. Also, if we, if we live without hope, it can mess with us mentally. Uh, we can get depressed. We can get fearful. We can get anxious. And that's why hope is the antidote to depression and hopelessness when you trust in God. The psalmist put it this way in Psalm 42, 5. Why am I so depressed? Why this turmoil within me? Put your hope in God, for I will still praise Him, my Savior and my God. So when we're depressed, when we're down, when we don't see an answer, the Bible says that the joy of the Lord is our strength and when we put our hope, our faith, our trust, and we just we just surrender it all to God, that's the answer to hopelessness, depression, anxiety, fear, worry, I mean, and I've never seen the body of Christ being so crippled by those things like it is today. And so what we, need, what we need more is faith, hope, and love. What we need more is hope. What we need more is more trust. What we need more is people operating in radical faith, calling on the name of God where we will receive mercy in our time of need. That's why my next point about hope is hope brings joy. That's why Romans 12:12 12, 12 says, be joyful in hope, patient in affliction and faithful in prayer. It's very similar to 1 Thessalonians 5:16 through 18 which says give thanks in all circumstances, pray without ceasing uh, and 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 have joy in, in in everything that you do. And so be joyful always, pray without ceasing and give thanks in all circumstances. That's the proper. Uh, order of that scripture and romans the apostle paul is saying be joyful in hope patient in affliction and faithful in prayer are you like that is are you joyful in your hope are you joyful in the waiting are you joyful even before you don't see the miracle are you patient when you're afflicted are you patient in affliction are you faithful in prayer to pray until you see the miracle To praise him until you see the miracle. To trust him until you see the miracle. Too many of us give up right before the miracle happens. Too many of us walk away before we see the manifestation of that miracle. Hope brings joy. The joy of the Lord is your strength. Next, we need to hold on to hope. During difficult seasons to experience the faithfulness of God. Did you catch that? You need to hold on to hope. Hebrews 10.23 says, Let us hold unswervingly. I love that word unswervingly to the hope we profess for he who promised is faithful friends i want to tell you on the encounter radio show today that god is faithful no matter what you're going through in life no matter how low you are on your in your hope tank god is faithful if you're depressed god is faithful if you need a financial miracle god is faithful if they told you that you have an incurable disease, God is faithful. If you don't see a way out of the storm that you're in, God is faithful. When everything seems impossible, nothing is impossible for God. When you need resurrection power, God is faithful. When you need something raised back from the dead, God is faithful. Friends, I want to tell you today that we serve a God that nothing is impossible. We serve a God who's the same yesterday, today, and forever. I don't know about you, but that gives me hope. Please email me, bill at thehopeencounter.org. Let me know how I can pray for you. and Let me know how I can be a servant to you in any way possible. Thank you for tuning in to the Encounter Radio Show.